Max Weezy, keeping everything on track. For sports, the pop culture, matter where you at. iPhone to Android, you can play it back. DJ Relevant on the Wizard Twos can bring a smile to your day. If you feeling blue, true, we in the 919. What you gonna do? Let's rock, we at the barbershop. Let's rock, we at the barbershop. Let's rock, we at the barbershop. 919 at the barbershop. Let's rock, we at the barbershop. Today in the barbershop, we're going to talk about uh, the good music album releases. We had a lot of albums come out, so we're going to touch on each of those from Kanye to Pusha T to Kid Cudi. We're also going to discuss the trends in 2018 that we hate. And uh, in sports topics, we're going to talk about the best fit for LeBron and Kawhi in free agency this summer. Let's get right to it. We're in the barbershop. Live from the 919, it's the barbershop. It's your boy, Max Weezy. DJ Relevant. What's up, baby? And for this episode, we're joined by two very, very special guests. Guests, go ahead and introduce yourselves to the people. It's your girl, AP. What's up, people? It's the Doc. We, we want to <laughs> welcome you guys. Come up. Come up. It's the barbershop. I was just what, gonna, what did you say? I said, what's up, people? It's the Doc. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? What? Really? I don't even want to know. Uh, maybe because of the way it sounded. <laughs> Andy, you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> DJ Relevant causing trouble. I'm sorry. I love I love everybody. I, I come with peace. Max, I ain't seen you in a minute, baby. I know, I know. We have been, uh, I mean, we... I, we I, I've been here. <laughs> DJ Relevant has been here in the 919. It's hard to do the barbershop 919 when one of the hosts is not in the 919. I was um, back home in Charlotte taking care of some stuff, but I'm back. Uh, and I'm excited to do this show. There's so much, so many t- topics that, you know, we we get and we want to talk about, and we know people have been um, listening and, and want more out of the show. So we appreciate you guys' support, and I'm happy to be back. Yeah, I honestly thought you, you know, went with another podcaster and um, traded me, um, but I've overcome those um, insecurities. Um, so good to have AP and Doc here as a backup, just in case you did. Yeah, you have a backup plan. That's why we do guest hosts. So if anybody needs to be replaced, if anyone needs to be replaced, we have a plan. No, no man. No, no. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get with these topics, bro. Yeah, so first we have, um, man, so there's a lot of music that has come out recently in the hip-hop genre specifically and, and a little bit of R&B, um, especially from the good music camp. So we had Kanye West, of course, drop an album called Ye, uh, Pusha T, Kid Cudi, Ugh. Nas, uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z dropped their album Trash recently. And then we can expect also an album from Tiana Taylor out of good music. And I'm, I'm not sure who else. And see, that's why I got to get clarification, which we'll talk about, because like I'm with you. I thought her album was coming. But I think you said that you already heard an album, right? I heard some album. You heard so some album. Apparently, okay. what I'm listening to ain't the what's to be expected. Because the way they had it, they had um, ASAP. What wasn't that produced? Well, by Ace, no. Oh, that was just ASAP Rocky's not good music, but oh, he gotcha, did gotcha, gotcha. he did drop his his album. Uh, I believe it was in, in May sometime. So the first one was Pusher. Then out Ye, of good music, yes. Yeah, Pusher, Pusher T. Ye, uh, uh, Cuddy, yes, Nas, and then Tiana Taylor was supposed to be the last one. I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Um, but is Nas in? Is good, um, excuse my ignorance. Is Nas good music? He's not good music, but 
it's been released via Def Jam, which Kanye's um, label is a part, a part of. of. Okay, I see. Um, so yeah, so Nas, uh, and then there's more music coming up. Of course, shout out Drake, Scorpion, June 29th. I'm looking forward to that one. I'm upset. Oh, sorry. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so a lot of music topics to dive into. Uh, so DJ Relevant, let uh, tell the people what you wanted to. Uh, what 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 are your your issues, your thoughts? Um. So your complaints, my complaints are this. All right, let's 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 start with um, Pusha T. Pusha T's been uh, rapping for twenty plus years. Um, was found from Virginia Beach. Him and his brother, founded by uh, Pharrell. You know, I forgot what was the group. What was their group? Was the clip? What was their group? Clips. 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 Yeah, grinding. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been rapping the same substance, the same information for twenty plus years. And it's just like his album is nice, but it, it has no replay. I remember not one song. Oh, other than the hook. If you know, you know. I mean, what do you think? Have you heard it, Andrea? Yeah. Do- AKA Doc. I've heard it. Uh, it's not a bad album. You know, really, Pusha T has bars, of course. I mean, he's always oh, yeah, you ain't, yeah. music for bars. But yeah, does it still sound like the same stuff? I mean, he's rapping what he knows and what he's been doing for X amount of years, apparently. Um, I mean, it's a dope album. Kanye's production on it was, of course, um, another masterpiece for Pusha T. And I mean, I guess to be, you're not even in the rap business and he makes note of that, but to still be able to come out and produce an album that people listen to, I think there's, there's probably still some relevance in there. Who needs each other? Does Pusher need Kanye or does Kanye need Pusher? Uh, I'd probably say Pusher needs Kanye. What you think, AP? I just, I, I agree with the doc. I just feel like he needs some better content. Um, like you said, he's been talking about the same thing for 20-something years. And it's like, you've been ghosts for all these years. Mm-hmm. And you finally come back, but you're still talking the same thing you were talking, you know, back when you were grinding. So, you know, of course. No pun. If, <laughs> if, 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 you, if you are a person who don't have, you know, you can't freestyle or you, um, you know, you just want to learn a few, you know, a, a really hard rap, some really hard rap songs or something like that. And, you know. You wanna be able to sing along? Go listen to that album and study the lyrics or whatever. But you probably don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. H- have you heard it, Max? All I heard was infrared. Out of Pusha T's album, it, because of the because uh, I was in, more interested in the Drake beef than Pusha T himself. I can be honest and say that I'm familiar with Pusha T as an artist. I know who he is. I I can you know I know the name, but not not necessarily a fan of his music. Um, and with the mass amount of music coming out i have to i need to catch up on a lot of a lot of albums but i wasn't i, w- I didn't rush to go listen to Pusha t's album but to answer your question i do believe that Pusha t benefited and and continues to benefit from kanye's promotion because i think if he had just released his album with no no ways i think his fans would have been excited about it you know because he hasn't released anything in a while but i think for the mainstream he really does need kanye to in order for him to get, you know, out there. And we can see that. And we see also the Drake beef has, has pushed his name up a little bit as well. Yeah, I, and, th- and that's another conversation too. But one thing I did like was the fact that Pusher had his album done, 15 tracks and it was done. Then Kanye was like, scrap it. I want to do it. And they started over. And once it was released, it literally would just got finished. And this whole, what do y'all think about this seven track albums? Uh, 
I think that is a is a new wave, but I also think is 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 a new wave, but it's not a new wave. It's a new wave to us and our and our age and our generation, um, because we we weren't exactly in the generation where, you know, back in the day you had your your Curtis Blow and you had your uh, Marvin Gaye's and your Michael Jackson's and your Prince's, where every song literally you listened to it from start to finish. There were no filler tracks, and then it got to a, a time frame where for some reason people would have their singles that would be on the album, and then when you listen to the album. You had like five filler tracks. So you're kind of like, what the heck is this? Mm-hmm. And then now I think it's getting back to the point where, you know what, you're an artist. Produce good music from start to finish. You know, and if you're an artist, you can you can produce good music day in and day out. This is kind of what you do if you're good at your craft. And I think now people are just getting back to that. You know, Kanye's been doing that because most of Kanye's stuff has been, um, most of it has, has been, um, <coughs> A breakthrough in, in the music industry, uh, so to speak. It's kind of like, like a template. Of, like a template, you know. He's kind of like a Picasso when it comes to, to production. So, um, I think now it's just kind of just things are just history repeating itself with that. I agree with the doc. I think one of the best. I was just looking it up. I think one of the best albums, not even you know, just across genres, one of the best albums ever made was Thriller by Michael Jackson. It's only nine songs. So I think the short. That is true. The short. Um, the short tracklist works if you can have good quality music in nine songs is better than pulling a Chris Brown and having a 45 song album and uh, nobody wants to listen to Max be careful oh, I'm sorry there's someone in here that oh I'm sorry <laughs> I still have not finished Heartbreak uh, Full Moon that's like a you need to treat yourself don't you <laughs> that's, that's a lot of that's a lot of, that's a lot of songs on like, one album treat yourself. How, how many honestly I know we're going off topic real quick but Chris Brown mm-hmm. how many songs did they have on the album the um the original Heartbreak on Full Moon album had 47 so 45 songs. He re-released and that was released on October 13th. He re-released the album um, December 18th, um, adding 12 extra tracks. It was supposed to be a Christmas gift to his fans or whatever. But um, was it good? And I'm I'm sorry. Out of 52 songs, I only dislike three. So treat yourself. So what? Uh, mm, that's a lot of. How do you how do you consume that? You know, truthfully, I have to admit, with Chris Brown, I had stopped listening to Chris Brown for a minute. Like, I really did. Okay. However, with Heartbreak on a Full Moon, it was a thing of, you know how you hear artists like Prince say, you know, I just got music for days. You hear, like, Michael Jackson, I got music for days. Chris Brown actually has music for days. All right, cool. You got music for days. All these artists say it. No one has actually put it out. Does it sound the same, though? Not really. Everything has its own tone, has its own beat. And it's really kind of one of those things of, if, if you had to put it out there, out of 50-something songs, like I said, for me, it might be a little bit more than I might dislike. Um, but for me, out of 50-something songs, I can probably say, let's give a roundabout number, 10 of them is kind of like, I don't really care for it. They ain't bad. That's not bad. And I have to give it to them. Like, that's a bold move to take. Just like the, it's a bold move to go, I'm going to go short again. It's a bold move to throw it out there. And I think really it's one of those things, because it hasn't been done, mm-hmm. I think he did it to just do it. You know, to see, okay, all right, I'm going to put this out here and I'm gonna put this music out here. And what it was, though, the thing of it that I have to give him credit for, people responded. So it wasn't just like you threw it out here and like, yo, this is trash, and it died in a week. So he basically can tour off that one album. Pretty much. He can tour probably twice, no, three times off that one album. Have you been to any of his tours, AP? Um, actually, he does have a heartbreak on a full moon tour. That um, he will be here in Raleigh July 10th. <laughs> 
I do have tickets. <laughs> Second row to be, be you know. You never know. All right, so getting back on topic though, shout out to Chris Brown. I haven't heard the album. Um, Kanye, is he a legend? Yeah, I'd put him in that category. Max, yeah, if you if you combine his uh, his music and his producing, I would say so. AP, absolutely, and you know just. The fact that he follows the whole bipolarism in his album, even though he is professing to be bipolar or whatever the case, it's like it adds to his art. Yeah. Like you said in the first track, they think I'm crazy, but I'm my own superhero. Seriously, he he is. He is crazy, but he knows how to bring it right back around, and it just infiltrates his legendariness. His, his lines are witty. There's a song on there where he says, uh, uh, went and leave, where he said, I got, I'm sentimental. I got a gentlemental. Whenever I go crazy, they want me sentimental. Like, <laughs> he, like, anybody who felt that he fell off, that album is a classic. Honestly, out of all, I've, I've been a Kanye West fan since his very first, um, through the wire. yeah, was that college dropout? Was that his first one? Uh, I'll, I'll look it up. It might, I think college. I, it dro- sounds like it's. I think it's college dropout. Yeah, college dropout. Then it was late registration. Then graduation. Yeah. Then uh, 808s and heart um, breaks. Then it was the life of Pablo. Jesus. No, Jesus. Then Jesus. the life of Pablo, and now yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, college. I, and I honestly, I think no. Before life of, after Jesus was my dark twisted fantasy. That's what it was. That's what it was my dark. Twisted I honestly, I think the life of Pablo was his worst album. Because it was just too gospel for me. There's so many gospel-inspired tracks. It, it just got too no churchy. Devils in the house. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but that track with Chance the Rapper. I almost dropped my mic. <laughs> <laughs> that track with Chance the Rappers was dope. But um, oh, uh, uh, Ultra Light Beam. Ultra Light Beam. Ultra Light Beam. That was a dope track. Like, that I, is, yeah, and I didn't like the Kirk Franklin part. <laughs> yeah, just, Chance had the best verse. Yeah, Chance. He did. Chance the yeah. Rapper. But you gotta think about it though. You know, geniuses. Think about everybody you would consider a genius in their field. They're a little off in some aspect. Yeah, uh, Walt Disney, racist. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, Howard Hughes, crazy. Uh, the billionaire that wanted to be a director and own planes for some reason. Um, Hugh Hefner, all them women in there. He had to have something going in balance. I mean, uh, yeah. But yeah. you're right. Most geniuses, uh, Steve Jobs. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say the Steve Jobs movie kind of showed a lot about yeah. his personality. Was kind of off it's, for sure. It's, it's always off. Most geniuses, yeah. their personality is a little off. Is they either socially awkward or they treat people like crap. Right. Anybody a Cuddy fan in here? I am not. No. Me, I'm not either. I can't say that I am. I, I've talked to a couple of people just to add context to this conversation. Cuddy's for weed smokers. That's what I was told. So like so that album, it's like a yeah, it's like a psych. If you listen, to, it's a psychedelic album. The different sounds and the synths that uh, Kanye used, I I just couldn't relate to that project. Yeah, yeah, I can, I guess I can see that. But Nas and Kanye, who would have thought two legends on the same project? Mm-hmm. But do you but do you think it was kind of one of those things? Kanye just produced it and he just kind of stepped out of Nas's way. You have to, but I think. The knock on Nas has always been, shout out to Vlad TV for this foolishness, that he's never had great beats on any of his projects, which I 
think is just asinine. That's not true. He's had some great projects. It was written, God's Son, Illmatic, Stillmatic. All those had some great beats. Hip hop is dead. But I think Kanye, I think Kanye is too much of a uh, micromanager not to be in the in the studio with Nas. I think they both have the same level of respect. I put Kanye on the same level as Nas. Just from his grind, from the production standpoint, you have to put him on the same level. He may not be as conscious or as woke, which we'll have a definition. As soon as we get a definition from um, AP about woke, that's a whole other conversation. I mean, what do you think, Max? As far as Kanye being on the same level as Nas, in, in a way. I think I think he will be seen that way eventually. I think for to some, Nas and Jay Z or Eminem maybe you could throw in there, are on a different plane than Kanye, and I think truthfully I think they they are all on the on the same plane. I just think, and I don't know why. Maybe it's because, I mean they they've all had bad albums, but I mean I don't I don't know why like. Maybe because of just like the whole Kardashian. I don't know like what it, what, what about Kanye, what, where people don't see him there. But I think in a few years, like in ten twenty years from now, I think people will group them together. Um, eventually, I just think now it's probably just he's got too much going on to and people kind of like don't elevate him as they should. I mean, can you just think of the level of creativity to put out five projects, different beats, none of them sound the same. I think that's impressive. No, I mean, you got to put it, I agree with Max, and I agree with you. I mean, I think right now, because it's like a bunch of drama with Kanye, and you think about all the other guys, Yeah. They, when they were out, they had drama, it was just like rap drama. But Kanye got outside drama. You know, you yeah. got the stuff with the political views, you got yeah. the stuff with Which I think people. Yeah, but I think people should be able to separate that. Y'all don't believe that? But people well, can't. Yeah. Why not? And, and Nas, Jay-Z, and M, I guess Eminem, I don't know who else you can put in there, but they've always been... Above everything, even though Jay Z's got the had the, the cheating stuff, but above everything, they've always had the for most of their careers, it's always been strictly hip hop, you know, streets like conscious, whatever. But for a long time, I would say probably since uh, his mom died, I would say like Kanye has mentally kind of, has has not always been strictly hip hop. It's always been hip hop and also. Here's a bunch of life stuff yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. you will see, whether it's mom or is uh, or Amber Rose or you know Kim Kardashian. It's always been extra, but Nas, Jay Z, Eminem, whoever else you want to throw in there, have have more been hip hop. So I think that's probably adds to it. No, that's a good point. So you're saying Max basically Kanye hasn't been able to separate life from work. Yeah, I think I, I think, think it, I think it's all one. His his he's included. It. He's he's. Even before social media got popping, I think his his uh, personal life has always been public, and he and he and he's created that aspect. So I think it's hard for people to take him seriously. I just um, think I think Kanye is going to be the one superstar that's going to probably do something stupid. Where if he's not here no more, I think people are going to wish like, man, we didn't realize what we had, just what he brings to the table. Because if you put his album. You can stack his albums with Jay-Z, and I think his stuff is just as good as Jay-Z's. Because yeah. Jay-Z's last four albums have not been solid. 444 was a snooze fest. I said it. Let me say it again. Snooze <laughs> fest. 444. The only one I like is, I'm not black emoji. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but other than that, but I mean, and that's another conversation. I just think that we, we are... Uh, 
we just should just stand back and just witness greatness. And I didn't even mention the like the other Kanye antics, like the Taylor Swift thing. The I, I made a I don't famous. What cares about black people? <laughs> Thing like Kanye's always had extra antics, so I think people don't he's always went against seriously. the grain, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Kanye is basically the LeBron in the music world, or the Jordan can't be the Jordan. I think he's he might be the Dennis Rodman, to be honest with you. Really, yo, that's can, a yeah, that's a great Definitely. that's a yo, Max Weezy is the best, yeah. <laughs> the I'm timing is impeccable. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that, I can see that. So, um, woke. Is Kanye woke AP? Absolutely. Um, okay. Kanye ain't never slept, to be honest. Yeah. Um, that's why he's so great. And basically, when, when we talk about woke music, which is something that came up, we came, me and the doc came up with um, or discussed, what, about three hours ago in the car? Oh, um, it's, it's basically, you, you have artists like Nas, Kanye, and, um, you know, Jay-Z with 444. One of the things that's pretty common with um, those three artists and the music that they bring, um, you know, they talk about the topics that we um, deal with today. And it's not just on a, oh, yeah, well, we know what kind of world we live in and so on and so forth. But they they give you history. They talk about, like Nas talked about the, um, um, what's the proclamation? Oh, uh, Abraham Lincoln. Yes. Yeah, you know he didn't. He didn't free slaves. Exactly. Of course, you know, in grade school, you taught if one for Abraham Lincoln, we still yep. be, you know, in the field. He had slaves like, himself. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, so we, we didn't get into that, but that's the stuff that Nas school you with. I mean, you know, Kanye told us about in Diamonds Are Forever. Everybody thinking he 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 going in on on diamonds People and that you know exactly yeah. no he talking about what they doing in Sierra Leone to the children and so mm-hmm. on and so forth you know they always have that underlying music that will wake you up from this mumble generation that we have so AP let me ask you a question and this is to everybody can Lil Pump XX Detention hopefully I pronounced that right uh, Lil Uzi Vert Rich the Kid can they be woke they can be yeah they're not currently, but they have the potential to be. That's not even f- so. From their music, you think they have the potential? You think they're capable of? Yeah, because everybody's ch- capable of changing their their uh, message. That's, That's true. I mean, that yeah, it's capable. What you think, Doc? I mean, yeah, I agree with Max. They're capable. I mean, does it sound like it now? No, <laughs> but they're they're capable. That. All right, all right, all right. We're back in the barbershop. Live from the 919. It's your boy, Max Weezy. DJ Relevant. What it do, baby? It's AP, y'all. It's the doc. Thank you to our guests for joining us uh, today. And we're now on to our next topic, which is trends. In 2018 that we hate uh, so far, so we're halfway through 2018, there's a lot of trends that are happening, um, so who wants to start with the trend they hate so far? I think the person that used to work for Hot 97. <laughs> so, I was, at, I was at a party last night, um, we were in Norfolk, and um, you know, it was, a, it was a really hot DJ, and he um, you know, was playing a lot of the early 2000s and so on and so forth, or whatever, so they played... Um, 
chicken tail feather mm-hmm. by Nelly. And of course, you know, everybody started out with the chicken head and all this stuff, you know what I'm saying? And all these young kids were looking at us like, what are they doing? You oh, know? I so then they go on, they mix the music, and they start playing, shoot, shoot. And, it's, and they just start, they start shooting and all that stuff like that. Is that and the joint just, where yeah. you, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, you know, dance has, it, it has evolved and not for the better. And, and it's like the dances that we used to do, mm-hmm. you cannot chicken head to no shoot. You cannot nah. Dougie to no hill toe. Gucci gang. You can't hill toe to <laughs> none of it, you know. And so, um, you know, that's one one thing that has declined. I I love dance. I've always loved um, performing arts and stuff like that or whatever. And to see how dance is starting to decline, you know, nowadays there's one dance you just shaking your head from side to side or whatever. And it, it's, it's declined so much. So, you know, that was one of my trends, just, just watching these kids um, dance or whatever. It's just like they they ain't got it, and, and dance is declining. That's what's up. Next. Oh, I mean, I don't know if like I said, I really have a trend. Of I don't even know if you can call this a trend. Um, just, just in this era of comparison. What do you mean? You got to explain. So, you know, everybody's – no one can be in their own lane anymore. There's always this person has to be compared to that yep. person, or um, if it, if the ideals and the, I guess if you can say if the person's visions or their skill set doesn't fit what you what people would call the norm or what it should be, it's a problem. So, like for instance, in sports, you have the issue with LeBron versus Jordan, you know, and then in, in the music industry, we had just talked about you got like Kanye. Jay Z and Nas, and you put them on the same level, production wise. I mean, like, why can't people just be who they are for the what they are for what they are and appreciate? Because everybody has their own skill set. Everybody has their own, you know. Just like you go to different restaurants, you know, like you go to an Italian restaurant, then you turn around and go to a Spanish restaurant, then you turn around to an American restaurant. All the food is going to taste different because the culture influences the food differently. However, you like dishes from all of the, specifically those restaurants. You wouldn't say, if they were all five-star restaurants, you wouldn't, most people, if you love food, you wouldn't say, you know, well, I don't like the food in America because I don't like American food. Or I don't like the food in Spanish because I don't like a Spanish food. Or I don't like the food in Italian. I don't like, like Italian food. If the food is good, you're just going to say it's good food. I just don't prefer it. Such as right. Food. You're not going to compare it. You're not going to compare it. It's right. just, you just say, I just don't prefer it. Um, and I think this is a big thing. And then people, and, you know, down to, if you want to put it on a small scale, down to people's lives, you know, like everyday people. Every People look at social media, well, this person has this going on. Is this it real or fake? Right, but it doesn't matter. People are going to attest it to being real. And and then, and then it influences how a person feels like their life should go. You know, everybody's in their own lane. Just be in your own lane until it changes. It, you know, nothing is linear. Nothing in life is linear. So I think this is. I wouldn't even know if you call it a trend, but it I is though. Like yeah, because I think I think social media has enhanced that more. I think social media forces you to be somebody that you're not. Yeah. Or because you're always looking at somebody, hey, look at me, mm-hmm. you know. Then somebody else said, no, look at me. Mm-hmm. Then somebody else said, no, no, look at me. Then it just that I just think it keeps going. Then before you know, nobody's talking. They're just on their phones. But sometimes they still listening. <laughs> <laughs> I want my five Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Max? My trend that I hate in 2018, and you you, you 
older folk might take offense to uh, uh, this this one. But nah. yeah. <laughs> I think y'all are the same age. <laughs> how, how old are you? Man? I'm 22. We are not oh, the same. Nah, age. Not <laughs> the same age. <laughs> we are not. I'll be 23 soon. <laughs> It's all right. You got to keep putting it up. We ain't the same age. It's fine. But no, um, everyone my age um, and my age group really wants to uh, get in a time machine and live out their teens and their 20s in the 90s. And I'm like, the 90s are cool on House Party and in these movies, but do y'all not realize that they didn't have Wi-Fi and Instagram and Drake and like all these things that... <laughs> I you love like y'all had LB Shore, <laughs> <laughs> like the '90s were cool and all. I'm not doing me wrong, but it's just this trend, like you know, f- and this uh, on Instagram, everyone and I and I can't talk because I do the same thing because it is cool. But there's these like filters you can put on that like has like the looks like a Kodak, um, where you can like take a picture and it's like old school film and it's got the you know whatever date '98 in the in the bottom. So it's like it seems like everyone. At least in my generation, really um, wants to like they're obsessed with the '90s for some reason, and I'm like, there's a lot of great great things about the time we live in now, and it just kind of bugs when people say, "Oh, I grew up in the wrong era, I grew up in the wrong time." I'm like, you know, you can order food on your phone, like that's cool, like just appreciate the time we're living in now because it's a great time to be alive. So do you? So you don't have a problem with people just kind of reminiscing? Yeah, but you but think say, there's people that's just like, I wish it was the '90s, and you're like. Not, it wasn't that cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like if it's, you look at what the, all the stuff because what we they're have judging now. based on the movies, and I'm like, they, yeah. these are scripts that were written. These were things that were set up to paint a picture, you know, of, of that time. And they were, it was cool. And I'm, there's, I'm sure there's a lot of things about the '90s that were that were fun and cool. But it's just a, a lot of people just have this belief that it was just a, a exponentially better, you know, time and era and and. I don't. I didn't live through it, so I don't. I don't know. But I feel like it's just a, really a trend for people to say they wish they lived in the nineties. It was an exponential. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I love that word. That wordplay was amazing. First of all, I I love the nineties. I love that era. But I'm not one of these old heads that be like, man, I can't stand Wi-Fi. I can't stand convenience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Now, yeah. some stuff of the nineties, like in general, people were nicer in the nineties. Like. People as a whole. They won't flower children or nothing, but... Yeah, yeah they, they won't hippies. And people talked more. They yeah. talked more. You had human interaction. In Imagine going to, like, conventions and compared to now to back in the day. Mm-hmm. People just posting up on the wall now. Like, nobody mm-hmm. talks. They get to know people. Like, back in the day when I met a friend, I had to get my paper. Right. And I had to find a pen. Right. And I had to write that person's phone number. And I had to call on the house phone to set up the, when I could meet that person yep. for, right. for, to hang out. <laughs> I think if you can take the convenience of now... And add to the, uh, I guess the, the era, the era of the '90s with the convenience of now, that'll be the dopest era. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I agree with especially with the human interaction point. I do agree that we have lost a lot of the things that might have made um, that era great. And there are cool, you know, the fashion, the hairstyle. There, there's a lot of cool things. The music, a lot of cool things about the '90s. But I think that. Um, yeah, it just annoys me when people are like, oh, this is so bad. Like, I yeah. wish I was, not, you know, in, I was born in the wrong town. I'm like, no, you're 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 on Earth when you're supposed to be on Earth. Like, don't, <laughs> don't fight it. Just embrace it. <laughs> All right, so I have two. One kind of goes off of what you said. I don't like when people text me and they're right here. 
Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm conducting a safety meeting at work, and I get a text message. Hey, you mind if I take my lunch at 5 o'clock instead of 4? <laughs> I'm like, bro, you like you could have just asked me. <laughs> but, but see, he was born, like, in uh, like the late 90s. So I was born in the 80s. I'm an 80s baby, you know what I'm saying? 80s baby. But the main pet peeve I have is lyrics. I need substance from the old school. That's the only time you hear me get on my soapbox back in my day. In my time, we had bars all day. One mic, one eight track, one cassette cassette tape. You had to wind back to get to your favorite line. With a pencil? With a pencil. Yes, with a pencil. (laughs) <laughs> or your finger it used to hurt too. Used to hurt. You got to use the pinky. Print. <laughs> Let me give you 2018 lyrics. <clears throat> My such and such love do cocaine. Ooh, I forgot her name. A, I can't buy a ooh. No wedding rings. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you some bars. This this some guys. That's Amongst this debauchery that has lyrics, we're all chemicals, vitamins and minerals. Vitakin with inner tubes wrapped around the arm to see the vein like a chicken on a barn. Top chat chat, let's begin another yarn. That's flying sausage cheese or it's a chicken palm. But roosters don't fly like boosters don't buy. So what power cowards to get them to the top just to fall asleep listening to Bach? I mean, oh my God, that phone is on fire. Dylan. Dylan. <laughs> I spit hot fire. <laughs> All I'm saying is that I think now we had this conversation earlier. I think now there's influx of a balance. Because for a while, these last four years, it's been, and I lived in Atlanta, so I heard it. Hey, you know, every dance was, uh, you know, snap your fingers to everything. But I think now it's starting to be a balance with their substance. I don't like J. Cole because he puts me to sleep, but he has substance. Logic. He doesn't know if he's black or white, and that gets old because it's always on his music. But he has substance. Uh, Nas, you already know what you're getting from a Nas album. Jay Z is finally woke. It took 444, which he would have did it on 222. <laughs> but, but he's woke finally. You know, he has some substance. Andre 3000 has been giving us bars for years. I would love an Andre 3 stack album. That's a dream of mine, but that'll never happen. But Cardi B. Y'all Cardi B fans? Yeah. I like Cardi's, uh, the fact that she took a situation with love and hip-hop, and she made herself. She's the only one. Most people just get caught up in the drama and want to be basically drama celebrities. But Cardi actually just took that and used it as a venue. Yeah, but you don't think it's a, a it's a commercial push? I'm not taking any away from her grind. I I respect that. But you don't see the commercial push like forcing her onto us. To be honest with you, I, I see that. I do see that. But Cardi said, "All I want to do is make music and get rich. And when I'm done doing that, I'll be all right." Somebody asked her, "Are you the next queen of rap? Are you?" She she said, "No." She said, "If that's what I turn out to be, then great. But I'm not about to put myself on that level and then have to live up to y'all standards and have to live up to this and have queen be queen." So of she's bars. acknowledged that. She's acknowledged okay. that. Hey, that. she started with reality. Wherever oh. she goes, that's where she goes. She didn't <laughs> set herself up for nothing. Gotcha. But I do see what you're saying. I agree with you. But I just think 
I, and I can read. Yeah, he almost broke my mic. It's, it's okay. It's fine. You can still hear me. Oh my God. Max. <laughs> I have to have like some, them read something before yeah. they get on the mic. Um, I, but Max, you understand my point though, right? As far as I just, maybe in this, I'm 32. So I was born in the 80s. So I've always liked substance. Cool Moldy, LL Cool J. Like, I used to be able to listen to something and un, like I could, I could learn more about you. I don't care if you have a Roly or you have a, or a dab ranch. Whatever that is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about it. Now, Wale, his best album was The Gifted, in my opinion. Um, J. Cole, Born Center. Everything else is trash. You can inbox me or email if you know what that is or write a letter with a postage stamp. Um, don't do that. <laughs> but I don't know. That's that's my pet peeve. That's that's my trend of, of that's really irking me. There's no substance and no lyricism. I think I think it might just be a cycle. We might just go be going back to the beginning where the very 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 beginning of rap starting with uh, a hip hop hippity hop um, it was just first of all put some, put some respect on Sugar Hill bro they're saying it's hip-hop, just hippity hop it's just it's going back to you know and, and it might just be hey like you know substances has been cool for a long for decades but now we just need something fun and so that might just be what's happening, Dude. which is not wrong. So Remember when Lonzo Ball got drafted? He said, Nas ain't real hip-hop. Future is. What? So you're saying mindless music is a trend right now? Yo, what's up with no. you and these, like, deep quotes? <laughs> what is it? Oh, I, I mean. I love that, though. No, what no, you say? Mindless music. Don't whisper, stop whispering the mic. Keep sweat. Talking? I can't hear you. Say it again. Keep sweat. What? <laughs> so is it mindless? <laughs> <laughs> so are we saying that this is mindless music? <laughs> Game <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, it, I mean, it might just be to your to what you know, going off the, the quote, the Lonzo Ball quote. Um, it may just be what what the kids want is, you know, less emotional, I mean, less substance. So more, I mean, you you know your generation. What do you think? I'm kind of caught in the middle because I feel like I still do appreciate. Uh, storytelling you know I, we were having this conversation the other day I love how specific and honest uh, Drake Big Sean J. Cole they tell personal stories I like that so I'm kind of in the middle I, I, I you know listen to Tupac and all that stuff but my cousin who I'm, I'm 20 I'll be 23 at the end of this month whoop, whoop. my cousin who's 6 15 excuse me loves like Lil Pump and all these like Mumble hype rappers, and you know he he makes he raps and he makes sound music on SoundCloud, and his stuff reflects that. So I'm sort of I I appreciate both of it because I'm young enough to to appreciate that hype stuff because it's fun and you hear it at parties. But I also do love storytelling. But I can see, you know, my cousin as the prime example. My my younger brother's 19. I can see where the younger audience is more in tune to. You know, less lyricism, but more hype beats and and you know, f- fun. You know what I'm saying? Like it was way back when hip hop even started. Now, Max, I will be honest here, and I'm not being naive. Even when I was growing up, yeah, there was lyricism. You had Rakim, you had uh, Tabli Kwale, uh, what Tabli Kwale, whatever. I can't think of his name right now. You had Common. You had you had Yeah, you had all these. But at the same time, you did have party music too. Whoop! There it is. Uh, it takes it takes two to make a thing go right. Those mm-hmm. were considered party joints too, mm-hmm. but for some reason, I think a lot of old heads in my generation 
they don't consider that as party music. Like, no, that has substance. No, it didn't. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. It takes two to make a thing or did not have substance. <laughs> I, I mean, so, I mean, the argument, though, becomes to me is uh, I get what Max is saying. Like, you know, you do want to have the moments where you get hyped, but you, you know, you do want to have your moments where you have substance. But I personally think, and it's not a shot at any anybody in particular. Watch your words carefully, my brother. I just think uh, as generations go and as schooling stuff, mm-hmm. people get dumber. As human beings, we get dumber. Like, yeah, not being funny. Yeah. Like, because the things that we get off on now is is very simple. And it's not in the sense of knock anybody, but it's the things of like, um, you said Lonzo Ball says Nas is a real rap. Yeah, well, future you, is. You he should, to, that's why he can't shoot. Go ahead. <laughs> he said he specifically said nobody nobody listens to Nas. Yes, now. the disrespect. Then he had. <laughs> well, he really, he legit dude. He wore a T-shirt. Yeah. He said know, he said no one listens to Nas no more. He had it, and it was just random. He had a T-shirt. You know the album cover. To, it was written where Nas was a baby with the afro. Yeah. He had him on it. He had Lonzo Ball on it instead. Oh. The disrespect, Stephen A. Voice, the blasphemous. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. But, you know, I mean, I, I kind of think that's kind of what it is, though, is that people don't appreciate. Uh, it's like kids today. If you talk to a kid today sometimes and you listen to what they talk about, you ask them what they learned in school, it's almost like they can tell you nothing. Right. And I think it's just the whole thing of it. It's just that social media. I, I think I think the Internet and accessibility, you know, people don't read anymore. That takes a big part in it. Yeah, I mean, they got Google. Right. All right, so that was the trends of 2018 that we hate we still got six months of 2018 left so uh we'll see what else comes up welcome back to the barbershop uh you know we always got the in our sports discussion of the episode we're going to talk about lebron and Kawhi leonard two highly uh toted free agents this summer free agency for the nba starts july 1st i believe um so yeah, um, everyone's been talking about where they uh, will go, what fits, what they, what where fans would like to see them go. Uh, on Friday, uh, the fifteenth of June, Kawhi actually um, sources said that he uh, has made it clear that he does not want to return to San Antonio. Uh, so that has had the media in a frenzy. And everyone wants to know where LeBron and Kawhi will end up uh, for the 2018-2019 NBA season. So let's jump right into it. What is or yeah, what teams are the best fit for LeBron and Kawhi? Let's do LeBron first. Okay. Well, um, LeBron, I think since Dwayne Wade said that this is not about championships, it's about a life um, a life decision about his family. I think the best move for him to make. It's actually, in, um, what we're going to do is, I honestly believe that Philly, Philly or Boston is the best move. Why do you believe that? I mean, if, I just think that if his talents, Kyrie Irving doesn't want to be there no more. He's going to New York. He wants to have his own team for some reason. He's allergic to winning. Um, so I think Boston fits. I don't, Philadelphia fits sort of because LeBron wants to play off the ball. But until your man, uh, what's the point guard, um, Ben Simmons, until he could develop an outside shot, I just don't think he fits. Now, does okay, this is a big hypothetical. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to jump in here um, and ask you a question, uh, DJ Relevant. Okay, let's say we everyone knows about Markel Fultz's 
Fultz's struggles, excuse me, um, with his his shot and his confidence. But what happens if Markel Fultz um, gets over that, becomes who player that he's supposed to be, and then you have a, a starter in him, and then Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Where does LeBron fit into that equation? Because so you're assuming that Markel Fultz is is done. No, he's not done. I just don't. I, I just because he was the number one, he had a he, he was hurt. Ben Simmons was hurt a whole year, so I I think we saw flashes for whatever reason. They didn't play him in the playoffs, but I think they have a solid team. So where does where does LeBron fit? Because 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 Markel Fultz is the point guard. No, no, Markel Fultz, his butt is coming off the bench. Okay. Uh, so LeBron is the point guard. So you, you're saying LeBron's the point guard? Okay. LeBron's All the right. point guard until Ben Simmons can can shoot. He's a freaking two guard that drives. He's six foot eleven. So you got basically two point guards playing at the same time. But you let LeBron orchestrate the offense. You still got Covington, and you still got the white dude with the uh, with the low sideburns that can hit the threes. And then you got Ilasova coming off the bench. Anything? Anything to add? Oh, go ahead. Doc. Yeah, for some reason they don't want to say anything. <laughs> That's an interesting concept. Andy scared to um, talk for some reason. I ain't got nothing to say until y'all start talking about Jason Tatum. The world is kind of. Doc, what was the subject about? What's the topic of discussion? Well, Markel Fultz won a topic of discussion. See, this is my thing. You're going to have your first and second draft pick. This is off topic, but not. But they slept on Jason. And neither one of number one nor number two performed this season like Jason said. Lonzo Ball, actually, even though I don't like him, he actually had a pretty good year. Yeah, I think eleven point six assists a game. Yeah, he missed a lot of games, but I mean, go ahead. We hear it already. <laughs> anyway, I mean, you know, I don't, that's an interesting topic. I, I still think LeBron's best asset is not the run point; is to actually be off ball and have a facilitator. I like him as a point guard. You don't like him as a point guard? for a whole season though. A whole season though, I, don't, I can't see. He don't like contact. Pause. Huh? He don't like contact. Pause. But no, he needs a facilitator. I just don't think he likes contact. I don't think he likes the – he likes – you see what he did in game two. He threw the ball to freaking um, – what's the uh, – George Hill. He had six-foot-three Steph Curry on him, and he was ball- – no, that was game one. He was balling out of his mind, but he throws because it was the right basketball play. No, you know what Jordan would have did? Pull up. But, you, but here's the thing. Here's the go again. We're comparing it. We, we're basically trying to make LeBron that player with the dog. Somebody at that upper echelon level has to play at that level. But here's the thing. LeBron is not that guy. He's the king. He, no. That's what they said. He's the chosen one. That's what they said. He just. He has it tatted on his back. Because <laughs> that's what they told him. That's what Hold they up. told him. They forced it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand the logic. <laughs> if, if people start calling you the greatest, won't you start believing it? No. But that's what MJ did. MJ was the greatest. But he started believing. <laughs> he did not start, but he already knew. Never lost. I was thinking about Kobe. Kobe felt like he, Kobe knew he was great. Yeah, he but for some reason, it. Kobe's being forgotten, which is another subject for another time, because what Max hates when I go off subject. But about LeBron, somebody at that level, you expect him. You drop 51 points. I don't care if you got a whole bunch of uh, Eric Snows on your team. You do not pass the ball when you're up one to George Hill. That's LeBron. Max, down. you understand what I'm saying? I understand. I get what you're saying. I thought it was a wrong move, too. But oh, Le- my God. But LeBron is not that guy. 
You don't have to be that guy. You can still be you. I'm just saying he's afraid of the moment. That's why he'll never be that's, considered the greatest. That's my point. It says LeBron, that's not his makeup. He wants to be, but he wants he wants it both. He wants, he it. wants the bread and the soup and the salad. You know when you go to Olive Garden, you only can choose soup or salad? He wants both. So, DJ, if really, you go let me with ask somebody you, else, you get two. Let me ask you this. So, what, what would be the. So, to your point, you say he wants a. LeBron needs a facilitator. So, how would that. So how, how does Philadelphia and Boston fit with all right, so what he wants? Let me tell you. the reason. First of all, they have players. So with Philly, you'll have LeBron at the point, Ben at the two, which is interchangeable. Nobody really goes by guards. Embiid at the center. Uh, Covington, the black dude with the, with the uh, small Q-tip fro. And any, um, if J.J. Reddick gets resigned, because you, you, you got to have a three-point shooter. Because LeBron and Ben are both big enough and strong enough to drive, and then they go kick when the paint collapse. You go to Boston. First of all, he'll have an, an amazing coach. I think Stevens is the best coach in the NBA. Is LeBron coachable? Yes. He just he just don't respect certain people. Would you uh, would you respect Tyrone Lue with the braids and the big lips when he got stepped over by Iverson? <laughs> True point. Touche. But at the same time, though. Oh, oh welcome to the conversation. <laughs> It does seem that wherever LeBron goes, he wants it to be his way. He's a diva. I mean. But you okay. can't be a diva and play diva it and not take, it, take over. As long as he's been in the league and he's been to eight straight championships, he could be whatever he wants. He could be he could be Margarita but Slice. that's why I think people say that the conversation about the GOAT is, is squashed because he doesn't seize the moment and you're a diva. He's not the GOAT. He's the donkey. Agreed. <laughs> okay, I agree. Agreed. He's the jack. Agreed. Hey, 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 hey. F FCC Airways. <laughs> oh, sorry. Podcast. <laughs> so, DJ Relevant's got LeBron going to Philly or Boston. Because um, with Boston, Kyrie's not going to be there. Do y'all think they could play again together? Or no? Next season, he's going to be there. No, they're going to trade him. Kyrie won't. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why he's going he's not, to. He's not re signing with them. He lost the team. How did he lose I don't the team? That. Huh? What are you talking about? No, no, no. It was an article I read that said that basically it was talking. Sports Illustrated was talking about how basically Kyrie Which, probably would leave Boston uh -huh. because what has happened is without him there, the the basically the, the bench people kind of has stood up and shown that with team ball they can run with. Yeah, but Kyrie. but let's keep it one hundred. Kyrie didn't request to go there. He got traded there. His right. his preferred destination was like a bigger market. I mean, right. Boston's a and Boston's a good I market. I think know. while they did make it far, I think you could make that point, but also. Like they did, their competition was sort of bad, and yes. they did struggle to get to where they got. Like they couldn't beat. If Milwaukee had a better seating, Milwaukee would have won that series. And, and they they didn't win any road games. Yeah, so that they do need it. I, Kyrie has a point. If if they had ever thought that they didn't need Kyrie, I think the the way they played in the playoffs, especially on the road, shows that they do need experienced players. Kyrie yeah, and Gordon Hayward. And keep sure. in mind, would you really want Terry Rogier over Kyrie? He couldn't make a shot. In game couldn't seven. make a shot. Couldn't even take nobody off the dribble, homie. No, but at the same time, though, do you think Kyrie can lower his Kobe complex? Why should he? He's he. LeBron rode his coattail. Yes, said it. Yeah, he did. But what I'm saying is, so basically, if you're a coach, right, and you just saw what you saw, out of never your lost. If you just saw what you saw at your guys, right? Right. Would you want to take Kyrie, who, like I said, is more of a Kobe mentality, put him in there to disrupt the floor, or would you see if Kyrie can actually make? Because Kyrie will have 50 points. Yeah, but he assists. didn't. You can't say that this year. He didn't disrupt the flow. He just got hurt. He got hurt, but I'm saying now, if you integrate him back in, it, do you think he could do? That? No, everybody got to know their place. 
Just because you are you are bench. If now if they would have won all the way, now keeping it one hundred, Tatum. Tatum took over. What's the white boy that they got with the nice haircut? <laughs> that boy fresh. He be wearing them suits. They they got from Utah. The Mormon. Gordon Hayward. <laughs> Gordon Hayward. Yes, he's about to be traded. <laughs> you have to get rid of Tatum. Is a problem. Yeah, for a rookie. Yeah. He's yeah, a. Yeah, no, yeah, he's. He, yeah, but Gordon. I mean, Tatum plays the. F- he plays the three just like Gordon. Okay, I don't think they. I think they can make it work. Cause cause, you put. They well, can't play Horford together. At, Horford at the five, which I don't Tatum like. At, you put Tatum at the four, and then Hayward he's not at strong the enough to play the four. I don't think. No, I think you put Hayward at two. Uh, two, okay. You, oh yeah, that could work. Put Hayward at the two, leave Tatum where he's at, and then you got to. And then you got or Jalen Brown at the three, and Tatum at the. Oh, Jalen yeah. Brown may not be there no more, which is a perfect segue into the Kawhi Leonard. Right. <laughs> okay, Doc, I want to hear from uh, Doc and AP. Where do you guys think uh, LeBron will go this this summer? Where do I think he'll go? I think based End off up. family stuff, like his son is starting school in L.A. I and everything like that, um, he's going to go to L.A. I think he wants to go out of L.A. He has so a, he, he's not concerned about winning? Hmm? He's not concerned about winning? I, I think LeBron has an end game. Like, because I think if he can get other pieces, like Paul, the talk is, hypothetically speaking, if you can get Paul George or another piece there, he'll go there. He his, Like his kids and stuff are in school there. So for him... You know, I think he's going to go wherever his family is. Shaq made a good point saying that, you know, at this point, LeBron shouldn't do what he did, try to chase rings. I agree. That his legacy is already set, that you need to just basically save face and don't don't go after He's him. actually a category. You know how, like, you have the greatest of all time, you have this and that. There's also a LeBron. Like, I think LeBron could go to any team. He could go to a football team. He go to a he go to McDonald's team, he go to Burger King, he go to any team, and they will be number one. The <laughs> any team that has a team at the end of it, he can make that good. And I'm a LeBron hater. And I rock LeBron shoes. AP, where do you think LeBron's going? I can I can only speak from a cosmetic standpoint of um. He wears, he wears because, yeah, no, I, I, I barely know the um the game itself. I feel like wherever LeBron goes. It'll be to a team that's not as bad as the Horn, the Charlotte Hornets, where you know it's like, yeah, he know he can be the star, mm-hmm. and he can that can be his team, he can be the face of that. But like, um, like um, the doc said, oh, <laughs> if he right if he go to the Lakers, yeah, you have you have lots of ball, but it and Levar that, that that comes two and one exactly. <laughs> it's not as big of a face though. That would be a challenge for LeBron. I feel like LeBron is looking for somewhere else where he will be the face of that team, but it'll be somewhere else where he can create that team and be able to take the credit that they were they were struggling. So I came along. You don't you know? think by going to the Lakers he will be the, the overshadowed by Kobe, Magic, Kareem? No. No, I actually think I don't it would. Think he cares um, that much. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah he doesn't care. But I, I think it, I think it would actually um, improve Kobe his disrespected brand. him though. No, he didn't. Okay. So yeah, so I think those are good points. Um, I th- I think LeBron, uh, I think it would be smart for him to stay in the East, but I think LeBron chooses the Lakers. I don't think the Lakers. People are make, say, making it seem like he wouldn't win, and I think it's a little overstated. I think the the West is tough, but you got to think about it. The Spurs are they're struggling because um, they're not going to have Kawhi. So what are they going to have? If LeBron goes to the Lakers and, and adds Paul George, then you have a really solid team. The Warriors are 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 getting exhausted. The Rockets are a good team, but 
Not, Can they, Chris Paul stay healthy? And would, uh, would you resign him for forty something million dollars per year? No, no. Like no, so, I like Chris Paul. yeah, the Warriors, and then who else? Um, you know, the Thunder is not aren't getting anywhere. The the Pelicans, you know, you know who knows? You know what I'm saying? So it's like the West is not. It, it, with, I think with another superstar, LeBron would do fine in the Lakers. He would win. I don't know about winning championships, but I think that the West is not as hard as everyone is making it seem because every every team in the West that is a finals contender or a playoff contender has a weakness. <coughs> and uh, I think the, the, he would be fine in the Lakers. I think he would be successful. But why not just stay in the East where you know you're going to the finals every year? I agree. I think he should stay in the East. But I think if he goes in the Lakers, it won't be, everyone's making it seem like he, he won't get past the second or third round. He's yeah. not getting past the Warriors, bro. I think I think they're good. I honestly think they're getting they're showing rust. You do? Yeah. I maybe think, maybe I not next year, but I think they're gonna. I oh, it. I think that you mean like fatigue? Fatigue. Yeah, oh, I agree. I seen them winning two more. I think it's arrogance also too. I don't think you should have arrogance when you're that dominant. No, no, no but that's a, that's a downfall, though. pride before a fall. Bro, no, that only works like when you about to get a whooping by your parents. No, it works in everything in life. No, not with a basketball. T- I think you have to have I'm some t- level I'm of. I'm gonna tell you why. You can't keep all those guys together like that. Yes, you can. Yeah, Look at the Jackson Five before they broke up. <laughs> exactly. Everybody, what eventually happened? But they had some solid projects. But what eventually happened? They eventually broke up, but that's fine. That's that's a dynasty. This is a. Di- I think they can win two more, and then even is that if they considered a dynasty, if you win two more, they got, they won three out of four. They've been to four straight finals. They would have won four straight in a row if LeBron wouldn't have complained to the commissioner. Like, like not being funny. What is what <laughs> is considered a dynasty? Dumb. Huh? What is considered? What is the criteria to be considered a dynasty? Dominant, <laughs> the root word. Dominant, dynasty, dominant, dominance. They have been dominant. They've only lost six playoff games this postseason. Last year they lost one. I think three championships is enough because nobody considers the Pistons a dynasty. Nobody nope. considers the Rockets dynasty. Nope. Two. Well, two the Rockets. Ro- yeah, two don't do nothing. Like when I won mine two back in. The, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Got to be three for sure. Um, so sorry, we haven't even talked about Kawhi yet. Probably Kawhi. have to get it on the next one, man, because we're getting close on that time. We gotta pay bills. Wherever Kawhi goes, that's where LeBron's going. Oh God, this guy just says things. Whatever comes up. I hope Kawhi comes to the Hornets. <laughs> <laughs> Lord bless the Hornets. Send them somebody. I'm telling you, wherever Kawhi goes, that's where LeBron's going. Yo, were y'all shocked real quick? Were y'all shocked that he left? That he wants to get traded? No, I'm not shocked. No. Matt. Not after all the all the stuff that was said about him, I, I would want to. I, I agree. They were there. disrespectful. You know what's real when he's willing to leave seventy million on the table, right? Yeah, he just doesn't want to be there anymore. Yeah, and Kawhi, and people. I mean, a couple of years ago, people were saying he's the second best player in the NBA. Like, if you're if you're that, people are saying that about you, and you're getting, you know, disrespected by your own team. You should want to leave. And then I hate people keep saying, "Well, he's a product of Popovich." No, Popovich wasn't out there blocking them shots and locking down LeBron. <laughs> You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, I'm with you. All right, y'all. Well, we appreciate you guys coming into the barbershop and listening to us uh, talk. This was a really, really good show, and we haven't had one in, in a while. So, I appreciate uh, DJ Relevant welcoming, welcoming, welcoming me back into his home, and we are— I love you, bro. I appreciate it. I love you, I love you too. And, um, yeah, we're, we're back on, on track, and we're rolling. So, uh, tune into the next episode of The Barbershop. Uh, you know where to find us. We'll be 
back on track pretty soon. Shout out to the doc and AP for joining us. What it do? What it do? Shout out to y'all. Yeah, y'all did a great job. Appreciate that, man. Thank Just you need y'all to speak us. a little louder. Thank, <laughs> Thank you for having us, guys. Thank and Max and uh, the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> and live from the 919. This is Big Bob. Yeah. Let's rock. We at the barbershop. Stay tuned. Tune, tune.